the season finale of the Home Run on Wheels podcast, where we have chronicled the baseball trip of a lifetime while raising awareness of the needs of children in the foster system through our partnership with Children's Hope Alliance. This is Ron Clements in Peoria, Illinois with my wife, Patty. Hello. And we're still recording in the RV. We are, and actually we're in Smithville, Illinois. Oh, okay. Smithville is outside of Hannah City, which is outside of Bartonville, which is outside of Peoria. There you go. <laughs> there are like four houses in Smithville, Illinois. More than four, but not much, yes. Right. One of which is your parents. Correct. Uh, but hey, dude, <laughs> so the MLB regular season, quote unquote, ended Sunday, but 162 games was not enough. Two games today to decide the wildcard teams and the division winners in both the National League West and Central. It's going to be a, a crazy day. Because Sunday, Brewers, Cubs, Dodgers, and Rockies all won. All won in blowout fashion, too. The closest game. Yeah, that was, was kind of crazy. Yeah, the closest game was the Cubs' 10 to 5 win over the Cardinals. And I was yeah. pulling for the Cardinals. Well, obviously, so was I. <laughs> but that didn't help. So today's going to be fun. But on today's episode of the Home Run on Wheels podcast, we are going to give our stadium reviews, our stadium rankings, rather. All 30 stadiums that we hit this year, we started with Marlins Park in Miami and we ended with Bush Stadium in St. Louis. And Patty has her rankings. I am go. I have my rankings. We're going to go blocks of five here. I will give my five and then Patty will give her five and then we will discuss briefly because we're trying to get this done in 20 minutes and we're already and we'll have and we have 18 minutes left. So we better get going. Well, get on it All then, right. buddy. So number 30 is City Field. This is my 30 uh, stadium rankings. Number 30, City Field, home of the, the Mets. Number 29, Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg, Florida. Number 28, the Oakland Coliseum. 27, Nationals Park. 26, Rogers Center. And I have a hard time putting Rogers Center that low. Wow, I, yeah. I really liked it, but I just liked other stadiums more. Well, I had Rogers Center higher than that for sure. Um, and there are some differences. And you're going to maybe be surprised or maybe not by one of mine. Just but get to it. Land the plane already. Look, buddy. I'm trying to have a little conversation. 30 for me is also City Field. Number 29, Nationals Park. Really? Yes. Just not a fan of it. And I don't really know. It's not one thing. It's just several things. It's just not. I'm just not a fan of where it is, etc. Um, prices. Prices. I don't know. It just doesn't have a great feel, I don't feel. Um, Tropicana is number 28 for me. Oakland Coliseum is number 27. And number 26, and I hate to say this, is Marlins Park. Really? Wow. Marlins Park, to me, I I have Marlins Park at... Where the heck is it? I have Marlins Park at 24. And even that's low for me because I think Marlins Park had some of the best food we have eaten at any Major League Baseball stadium. But it wasn't really easy to get to in a residential area. And just a lack of fans creates kind of a stale atmosphere. That's exactly it. And I would love, it could almost be number one for me 
if, if they, they had correct 40, if they had exactly yeah. yeah but all right so, i had to had to put it down because right. of some of those other reasons all right so 25 through 21 then chase field for me was 25 uh now I, let me preface this by saying the only stadium that i really hated was city field oakland coliseum and tropicana field they know they're not good facilities and that's why the rays and a's will be getting new stadiums in the near future uh, but in Nationals Park, like like you said, everything's expensive and it's it's not in a great area. Uh, but like from Rogers Center, like twenty six on up, there was not a one stadium where I did not like it. Um, I did not like the prices at AT and T Park in San Francisco, but the stadium itself is gorgeous. Uh, we'll get to AT and T Park you know later. Um, so I just want to preface that by saying from twenty six to one, even Oakland, we had a good time. These were really, really, really hard to rank. It was hard. I was sitting there doing it when we were driving in the car, and I'm, I said to you, "This is hard because it is." Yeah. And it's there. There's great things about most of them. Yeah, every even, stadium has something nice about it. Yeah, and and the character. I like the character of Oakland Coliseum and the Trop. You know, but they just can't be top. Ranked. But anyway, what we Somebody's got to be number one. Somebody's got to be number 30, right? Speaking of landing the plane, buddy, well, I just, you're I, supposed I, to I be doing your 25 through All right, so 25, 21. Chase Field in, in Phoenix. 24, Marlins Park, as we talked about. 23, see, 23 and 22 are tough. For me, Yankee Stadium, 23, Wrigley Field, 22, and Globe Life Park, 21. All right. And Globe Life Park is only has one year left of existence, so we're going to have to probably... Return to Arlington, return to St. Petersburg or Tampa. Actually, it's going to be in Ebor City, I believe. And return to uh, Oakland when they get those new stadiums. And then maybe we'll have brand new stadium rankings. Could be. All right. So I agreed with you on 25. That was Chase Field for me as well. 24 was Safeco. 23 was Globe Life. Got to ask you about Safeco, but continue. 23 was Globe Life. 22 was Angel Stadium. And 21 was Wrigley Field. All right. Wrigley, let, let's start with Wrigley there because we're similar. You got a Wrigley Field 21. I got 22. We both agree that the area around Wrigley Field, the Wrigleyville area, is some of the best fun you will have it around any baseball stadium. And, Absolutely. Accessibility and, is good. Yeah. Atmosphere is good. Atmosphere is great. And you know that place is going to be rocking this afternoon. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, heck, even it's going to be rocking this morning. <laughs> As people are filing in there for a noon central start. But Safeco Field. I had Safeco at 17. Um, as we talked about previously, it's a nice stadium. There's really nothing special about it. But it is very hard to get to. And that's, and, and I, I would guess that's probably why you have it down so low. It is. Again, it's just that there were features about other stadiums that I liked better more than there was something wrong with that stadium. We probably saw more of Safeco Field than any other stadium. We did. we did. that 5K. We did, and that was fun, and that was a great experience. Just the area around it, I mean, even though it's you can walk from the ferry terminal and everything, and I don't know, it just didn't really have a great atmosphere around it either. So that was another thing for me to put it down in the rankings versus other ones and it's a shame that globe life park which we had at 21 and we had a great time there with my mom and her husband and their friends but uh it's a beautiful stadium yeah it's, and it's a shame they're they're getting a new one but we understand why because of the summer heat they want a, a retractable roof which brings me to my number 20 stadium minute Maid park and i'm thinking if we were returned to minute Maid 
and Chase Field, when the roofs are open, we might have to put those stadiums in different spots. Because as we found out at Marlins Park and, heck, at Miller Park, just a completely different feel when the roof is open. Absolutely. So I have Minute Maid Park at 20, Dodger Stadium 19, Guaranteed Rate Field at 18, Safeco Field at 17, like I said before, Angel Stadium 16, and Great American Ballpark at 15. All right, so I've got Yankee Stadium number 20, 19 is Guaranteed Rate, 18 is Minute Maid Park, 17 is Dodger Stadium, Rogers Center comes in at number 16, and Miller Park is number 15 for me. Uh, I had Miller Park at 14, so we're very close there. Uh, you went 15. Did I go 15? I did go 15. Uh, so we did a block we of six We did a block there. of six, yeah. but that's all right. <laughs> I just followed um, your lead, man. Right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so Yankee Stadium at 20. Uh, when we talked about that, that was one of your. Uh, that was one of the stadiums that you really weren't high on through the first third because of, as you said, the the concrete concourses. So, what is it about that stadium that has it ten spots higher than the ones below it? Well, once you get inside, and I think we talked about that in the previous rankings as well. Once you get into the bowl, it's a great stadium to see a, a game in, and I mentioned previously that the way it's stacked so you feel like you're close to the field I think whether you're at the bottom or the top I like that about it and you know it's it's a good location and easy to get to a lot around it too right so all right so we'll start at 14 then Miller Park is what I have Citizens Bank Park 13 Progressive Field 12 and here is where I put AT&T Park in San Francisco. And why do I have it at 11? Well, I will tell you why after you give me your 11 through 14. Okay. So Great American Ballpark is 14. 14. 13 is Progressive Field. 12 is Citizens Bank Park. And I shared the same with you. AT&T is at 11. Really? Okay. Beautiful stadium, like I said. But it's not easy to get to. Yeah, Yeah, there are options to get there. But it's not easy to get to. Navigating San Francisco traffic is a nightmare. The ferry is time-consuming. And as we found out, the trolley system there is unreliable. So so accessibility is low. Atmosphere is high. Right. Atmosphere is great. But then affordability is is just... Yeah, the value yeah, is not there not for there at, at all. all. I mean, it's ridiculously expensive to go to a game at AT&T Park. And that right there is the biggest reason why it a lot of people to to a lot of people who maybe have a hotel nearby and can just walk to the stadium and they're expecting high costs of san francisco and stuff a lot of people have san francisco at&t park is their number one stadium yes you definitely heard that along the way if you are relying on stadium amenities alone sure because there it has a lot to offer like like we said previously it's kid friendly but it's not family friendly right so now top 10 drum roll (laughs) All right, my number 10 is Kauffman Stadium. What do you have at number 10? Target Field. All right, I have Target Field at 8. In between there, I have Coors Field at number 9. I have Comerica at number 9. And then what do you have at 8? 8 is Kauffman. All righty. So we're pretty close in those. Like we said before about Kauffman Stadium, it's one of the older stadiums still in use in baseball, built in 1973. So uh, it's 45 years old, but it doesn't, it looks old in a good way but it doesn't feel old and that's why i had kaufman stadium in the top 10 coors field you said 
best view in baseball when you're looking at sunset over the Rocky Mountains and absolutely and, and that could not be understated it's it's gorgeous for a weeknight game kind of a pain in the butt to get to because it is right in downtown so you're fighting with the rush hour traffic there uh, but we did find reasonable parking there and, and yeah it's a that's a really nice stadium and then tar- target field is one of the easier stadiums we found to get to and absolutely good food and parked and at the mall the, of america yep. and everything and with the twins and rockies there you know they did donate tickets to foster care organizations and heck our the coolest moment on our trip happened at cool at coors field with that kid getting the home run ball from herman marquez who was actually going to pitch today for the rockies against the dodgers to try to see who's going to win the national league west yeah we saw a lot of home runs hit that day five in a 19 to 2 rockies win over the diamondbacks so we left off at number eight where i had target field and you had kaufman so number seven bush stadium and number six i have suntrust park number seven is suntrust for me number six you may be surprised by camden yards that low yes wow now i have camden yards at number five but that through the first 10 stadiums, you were going back and forth between Fenway Park and, and Camden Yards as your favorite stadium. Right. So you may not be surprised to find that the rest of the stadiums are from the last half, last Except two-thirds of the trip. Except for Fenway. Right. Because we haven't gotten to Fenway yet. Right. Camden Yards is, is really cool. SunTrust Park, as we said before, there's just a, it feels like Disneyland when you are, come, are walking up to the stadium through the battery i love that and you weren't too high on that exactly so number four for me comerica or no number uh, five number five is oriole park at camden yards for me okay number five for me bush stadium okay i put bush above camden i think because of atmosphere uh when we were there and the orioles were god awful this year right uh like of historic proportions so, yeah, when we were there on a Tuesday night in April, it was kind of chilly. They were playing the Blue Jays. Curtis Granderson hit a home run in that game. It ended up being the game winner for the Blue Jays. Curtis Granderson now plays for the Brewers, who are going for the NL Central crown today. And uh, he can't stop grinning, folks. Who, Curtis Granderson? You. Oh, me? Oh, because the Brewers <laughs> are playing for a, a, a division crown today? Yeah. Yes. The so, Oriole Park, you know, like it, it laid the foundation for every stadium that kind of followed. But, but, yeah, I mean, there are, because of that blueprint there are stadiums that did kind of surpass it and and just terms of quality and winning cures everything and if the orioles were a really really good team if we would have been there with a packed house it would have changed things completely. i think so for sure comerica park that was my number four course field is my number four okay because of that view i'm assuming the view the atmosphere activities around it all of that and good i think it was a decent value if i remember yeah. correctly too so all right, number three, I have Fenway Park. Ditto. Number two, I have Petco Park. Number two, PNC. Oh, my number one is PNC, which means you have Petco Park in San Diego. As you your are correct. Wow, I just sorry. love San Diego, for one. Yeah, and we were there on your birthday. Oh, it, it had to have been the ice cream sundae, the free ice cream sundae on your birthday that put Petco over PNC Park, huh? No. No? No, it was not. <laughs> I just really, I really liked, like I said, I liked the atmosphere there. I liked the extras. They had a small baseball field. I think it was a bumblebee tuna baseball field out there for the kids. That's in they the had park in the park area. Yeah, the park in the park. Where they had the, the the giant Tony Gwynn statue is out there too, and Tony Gwynn's all over that stadium as he should be as one of the greatest hitters of all time. And then there's the neat little 
Budweiser area that we were able to go into. They have pool table. They have seating out along a balcony. It's in an old building that they incorporated into the stadium. The metal... Western Metal Supply Company building. That's it. Just all of that. And it was very accessible. Yeah, easy to trolley get the trolley system. down. Yep. So. Yeah, unlike San Francisco, the trolley in San Diego is pretty reliable. <laughs> right. And so, yeah, and PNC is is right there. Yeah. But I just liked Petco just a little bit more. And PNC Park is just absolutely gorgeous, uh, overlooking the Allegheny River and the Roberto Clemente Bridge in downtown Pittsburgh. It's affordable. It's easy to get to. You can find street parking if you're lucky, but if not, there are plenty of uh, garages around and uh, I think there, there's even public transportation that can take you to the stadium. So, yeah, PNC Park. So, if, if you haven't picked up on what we really, really liked about stadiums was accessibility and affordability. Those are the two things. That, well, and atmosphere is very oh, important yeah, as well. Atmosphere. So, the three A's. Accessibility, affordability, and atmosphere. It's like a triple A AAA rating here. There you go. We gave these stadiums. <laughs> <laughs> So, guys, uh, we're going to post this stuff, the Home Run on Wheels website, homerunonwheels.com, and um, lot coming up here. So, to begin the postseason, <laughs> <laughs> or season two of the Home Run on Wheels podcast, the next two weeks, Patty will be uh, not joining us, not because of anything Patty did, but because... <laughs> Uh, we have phone interviews coming up uh, that we are going to do, that I'm going to do the interviews, and it's just not, uh, we're in an RV, so we're not exactly set up to do phone interviews with both of us doing it, so it's just kind of difficult to, to, to get that up. But next week, former Major League Baseball umpire Gary Darling will be talking about the Umps Care Foundation, and this is really, really cool. They work with children's hospitals as well as foster children, so that's really neat. And then the week after that will be sports author Jeff Perlman, who used to cover baseball for Sports Illustrated, and he's written several books, the latest of which is a book about the USFL called Football for a Buck. And I am not a reader, like, at all. I take forever to read. You and whizzed I, through that one. I read that in a week, when usually it takes me a year to read a book. It's a fabulous book, and I look forward to not just talking about that book with Jeff, but talking about... Uh, his baseball experiences uh, at, uh, when he covered baseball. So next week, Gary Darling. The week after that, Jeff Perlman. As we scale back to once a week on the Home Run on Wheels podcast, have a great week and weekend. Go Brewers. <laughs>